Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. From India, this is Yoshika and I am 9 years old. My co-host is Sangeeta, who is my friend and also my friend's mother. Every weekday, we discuss one very interesting news story and these can be stories from science or politics or business or sports. I know we say discuss, but the truth is I usually have a ton of questions. And both of us try to find answers to these questions together as we explore each news story. In today's episode, we are looking at the deep blue oceans and how humans explore and exploit them. Do you know why the earth is also called a blue planet? Because 70% of our planet is covered by water. Of all this big blue ocean, it's only a thin strip of the water along each country's shore that is controlled by the respective countries. How thin a strip of water is it? Uh, it's about 200 nautical miles. That's that's equal to about 350 to 400 kilometers. So from each country's shore, if you go into the water, so up to about 400 kilometers is the area that each country covers. So that's where their fishermen can go or they can drill deep into the sea to get oil and other natural resources. Who owns the rest of the water in the ocean, auntie? Absolutely no one. And these are called the high seas and that's almost two thirds of the ocean. If no one owns these high seas, Does that mean that anyone can do pretty much anything in these high seas? I would say almost yes because that's what we're doing right now. Sometimes you'll see big huge fishing vehicles that go into the sea and fish. Sometimes some companies mine deep into the ocean bed to find valuable minerals from these high seas. That sounds really dangerous. Yep, because people can exploit the high seas. And that's why very recently a group of people from different countries they all came together and they said we must put together a very fair agreement on how to be more careful about how we use our high seas and this agreement was supposed to be called the high seas treaty what do you think would happen if we allowed unlimited fishing in these high seas Large fishing vessels can go overfish, can pollute the seas and can also wipe out lots of fish. Yes, so they may destroy entire species of some of these creatures. Sometimes, you know, tiny little turtles get caught in the motors of those big huge fishing vessels. That sounds really horrible. One of the things that was on the agenda was that some parts of the ocean should be considered a marine protected area so in these marine protected areas they wanted the fishing to be very carefully monitored in this new treaty will only a little bit of fishing be allowed it's either going to be only a little bit of fishing allowed or in some parts they may not permit fishing at all but this new treaty has not been signed because some of the countries who participated in this discussion they have big huge fishing companies that earn a lot of money by catching and selling this fish 
can you think why if a fishing company were to oppose this treaty it is actually a little silly yes if you fish too often the fish will disappear slowly and then what will the fishing companies do auntie yes that is exactly the point but all these companies think about what how much money they can earn just in the very short term like say the next 4 5 years they don't think about what would happen to the ocean if if many of the marine creatures die which countries are not agreeing to this so for iceland fishing is a very 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 big industry it's what helps them earn a lot of money so iceland is one of the countries that doesn't like this idea russia too uh china and the us also they have very large fishing industries so these countries are a little uncomfortable for going their income let's move to another part of this high seas treaty where again there are some issues mining for minerals in the deep seas what do we mine for in the deep seas if you drill deep into certain parts of the ocean floor right you'll get crude oil or what we need for petrol and you may have heard the term global warming global warming is when the whole world gets hot yes so to reduce the amount of petrol our vehicles are using because when we burn petrol we also end up creating a hotter world right so some companies have started building cars and bikes that run on batteries but some of the components we need for these batteries are also found deep under the sea so what do you think these battery companies will want to do next I think that the battery companies will dive deep into the ocean and get the stuff they need for the batteries. If we decide to get these minerals for our batteries, right? Our cars will not burn petrol and the air we breathe will be cleaner. But when you go deep into the ocean and you mine for a mineral, what do you think happens to the oceans? I think that the ocean will become really bad but I also think that it will be better to have cleaner air. It's a very difficult decision what to choose. And by the way, how does a warm ocean kill life in the sea? Normally our oceans are awesome refrigerators. So when we burn anything on land or even when we breathe out, the carbon dioxide goes into the air. and some of this carbon dioxide gets absorbed by the oceans so that's how they help the earth stay cool and this was all perfectly okay as long as mankind was simple farmers but once we started building those giant factories and letting out a lot of smoke what do you think happened to the oceans the oceans had to absorb more and more carbon dioxide at that point creatures that need to make shells find it pretty difficult have you heard of coral reefs i have heard of coral reefs but i'm not too sure what they are so coral reefs are polyps and they create a skeleton and they also give a lot of food to the algae near them so if you see pictures of coral reefs they'll be very colorful pink and blue and green those are the the colors of the algae that live on them and a lot of fish and marine creatures come to eat this delicious algae but the moment the oceans get warm these algae disappear from the coral reefs what do you think happens to the fish uh, i think they'll go hungry and die 
mining for deep sea minerals or any other natural resources under the seabeds someone must evaluate is this hurting other marine creatures is this hurting coral reefs but so far there is no agreement upon who will do this and how will this be done let's move to the third and the last part of this high seas treaty how do we share the wealth earned by using the resources of our ocean especially the genetic resources of our oceans let me tell you a short story about 15 or 20 years ago there were a bunch of scientists people sitting and looking at something under a microscope some marine sponges that a group of deep sea divers had caught auntie what's a marine sponge these are long colorful cacti like creatures do they have holes in them the pictures i've seen do have but i don't know if they actually have holes in them i will look this up on google and let you know later you know around the same time when these scientists were examining a lot of diseases caused by viruses broke out in africa and asia and these researchers worked real fast to check Hmm can any of these molecules from the marine sponges help and yes it did some of these molecules are very strong and they can fight against viruses including some types of the corona viruses and they made a medicine from it which is called the remdesivir so the company that solely became very rich in this pandemic yup you could definitely say that This medicine was made by a company in the US. But where were the marine sponges? Not from the waters of the US. Several of these were found in little islands of smaller countries elsewhere. But the smaller island countries who had these marine sponges didn't have the money to have big fancy laboratories where scientists could study them. So all the money made from these medicines were earned by companies sitting in rich countries do you think this is fair no i do not think this is fair so which is why this last item of the high seas treaty again was not resolved as in the rich countries could not agree upon how they could share some of the wealth earned from the genetic resources of the seas with the poor countries So if the high seas treaty has not been agreed upon should we not be worried for our ocean I would definitely be worried for our oceans but all is not lost uh, the whole of the european union and another 13 countries so about 50 countries in all and this includes india australia canada and britain all of them together have joined what's called a high ambition high seas coalition and they have pledged that they will get this high seas treaty agreed upon before the end of 2022 quiz time let's see how well you listen today first question what do you think you get if you drill deep under the ocean floor i think you get petrol some of the minerals to form batteries and very rarely you also may get some crystals second what gives the coral reefs their beautiful pink red blue and all those colors the algae that live on top of them 
And the final question, there was a medicine made from the molecules of the marine sponges. What kind of diseases did this medicine help human beings deal with? Different types of coronaviruses. That's it from us today. We'll be back tomorrow with yet another new story. If you have any thoughts or comments, please record them as an audio file and email them to us at hello at wsnt.in. Thanks for listening.